the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Guilty by reason of insanity. Yeah, we talk about insanity a lot around here, and a lot of it comes from people who are actually, you know, running for president and could actually, I guess, be president. David Limbaugh has a book out called Guilty by Reason of Insanity, Why the Democrats Must Not Win, and we're going to be talking to him in a few minutes here, but there's a lot of insanity out there. Here's one that caught my eye, and it's where we find a lot of the craziest stuff. Transgender stupidity. How about this one? A birth coach, a birth coach is hounded out of her professional organization in the UK because she said on Facebook, are you ready, (laughs) that only women can have babies. Yeah. The organization is called Doula. I don't know where it's D-O-U-L-A. Anyway, it, it found that her post, quote, breached their equality and diversity guidelines. So let's think about this. She's a birth coach. She's being shunned. Because she's noticed that, in her experience, it's only been women who've been having the babies. It's in the U.K., but it's over here, too. We see it every day. We've talked about the insanity here with uh, males competing against females in sports. We've tried to get two local Democrat congressmen on, uh, Connor Lamb and Mike Doyle, to either come on the show or just give us a comment on their support of the Equality Act, which would make it illegal to prevent men from competing against uh, women, and they refused to even give us a statement about it. But in Kentucky, it's a campaign issue. Andy Bashir is running for governor as a Democrat against Matt Bevan, the incumbent. He supports the Equality Act, and Bevan is letting the voters know all about it. All female athletes want is a fair shot in competition, at a scholarship, at a title, at victory. What if that shot was taken away by a competitor who claims they're a girl but was born a boy? Andy Bashir supports legislation that would destroy girls' sports. He calls it equality. Maybe, but is it fair? Vote against Andy Bashir. He's too extreme for Kentucky. There you go. And though there were pictures there of a girl running against a guy in track. That uh, was the video for that sound. It was a great ad. It's about time that all the lunatics are called out. It's crazy. When we come back, David Limbaugh, stick around. Crazy. I'm crazy for feeling so lonely. I'm crazy. Crazy for feeling. We're living in a very successful, affluent society for many people. Yet, it's also true that there are people that are being left out of that. And how do we reach those people? Joelle Gilliam, Executive Director at Light of Life Rescue Mission on Pittsburgh's North Side. So part of what Light of Life does is that we help them in our education and employment program to connect with workforce development, to look at the skill gap that exists. And so we're partnering with places like the community college. We're taking our clients, once they are clean and they are ready to move on, now they can actually get credentialed in an area where they can be hired to work with uh, UPMC or Google or or Amazon or these other places. And so it provides an on-ramp for those who are left out to get back involved in society. Help someone else find their comeback story. To become a monthly partner or make a one-time gift, visit lightoflife.org slash give today. lightoflife.org slash give. Confusing, tedious, worse than a math test. That's how most Americans describe shopping for health insurance. Yep. 
Open enrollment is here again. You have until December 15th to choose something very expensive that you hope to never use. And if that makes you want to stick a red-hot poker in your eye, call Marley Financial. Marley has every plan available in the tri-state, but they also offer some of the most innovative solutions to tackle the high cost of health care. Heard of first dollar benefits, the most expensive part of a health plan? They're great if you visit the doctor a lot or take medications, but if you're healthy, why pay it? A catastrophic plan through Marley may be all you need. Or how about a high-deductible plan you can pair with a supercharged HSA? Not all plans qualify, but Marley's do, offering double benefits to cut your out-of-pocket costs in half. Call Marley Financial today at 724-884-1496 for a custom-designed health plan with the coverage you need at a price that's right for you. 724-884-1496 or at marleyfg.com. At the Original Mattress Factory, we don't chase trends. We focus on one thing, quality. We only use the highest quality materials to build our mattresses and box springs, and we put all of our products through the ringer, testing new designs and materials at our test center in Cleveland, Ohio. If a new feature or technology doesn't offer a true benefit, we don't put it in our products. At the Original Mattress Factory, our focus is on what makes a great mattress, not a great markup. Visit OriginalMattress.com to learn more. At the Original Mattress Factory, our mattresses and box springs aren't just American-made, they're hometown-made. Our products are hand-built one at a time in local factories, using only the highest quality materials. And each of our employees is also an owner. So when you purchase from the Original Mattress Factory, you're not only getting a quality mattress at a factory direct price, you're also supporting your local economy. Visit an Original Mattress Factory location near you to see what Hometown Made is all about. Do you want to get rid of your expensive landline, save money, but keep your important home telephone number? Then OurOldNumber.com has the perfect solution. OurOldNumber.com allows you to keep your home phone number and cancel that expensive landline connection. With OurOldNumber.com, Calls from family and friends to your home phone number are answered by a personal greeting from you. The caller selects which family member they want to reach, and the call is immediately forwarded to that family member's cell phone. Your important home phone number is still your number. It's still in directory assistance, and no matter where you happen to be, you'll never miss a call. There's no equipment to buy. There's nothing to install. There are no long-term contracts, and it's only $9.99 per month. Best of all, OurOldNumber.com eliminates those annoying sales calls. Now, your home telephone number can be as mobile as you and your family are with OurOldNumber.com. Visit OurOldNumber.com to learn more and get started today. OurOldNumber.com. You're listening to The John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250, The Answer. Well, we'll have uh, David Limbaugh in just a second here. I uh, This is funny because as I'm waiting here to, uh, during the break, just to think, just it's so easy to find the insanity that's now accepted everywhere. I'm j- I just I just went on uh, Newsbusters just to you know kill time during the commercial break there, and here's a couple of headlines that I ran across. Um, uh, Fox's Family Guy calls religious believers stupid people and idiots. Pilgrims. This is another one. Pilgrims equated to Nazis in Hulu holiday horror anthology. This is the stuff that's out there. Um, New York Times, provocative TV stations returning to national anthem video. So it's provocative now to run the national anthem. Well, if you've been listening to this show for a while, you know that I refer to the people running for the the Democratic nomination as lunatics. And I guess, you know, to, to qualify as a lunatic, you have to be insane. And I don't think that's an exaggeration, by the way, to say insane. Apparently, neither does David Limbaugh. He's written a book called Guilty by Reason of Insanity. Why the Democrats Must Not Win, and David joins us now. David, thanks for being here. Hey, thanks for having me. So when you uh, chose the word insane, I'm guessing you weren't exaggerating to make a point. It it is insanity. Full disclosure, of course, the the people at Regnery always come up with a title, but I totally, wholeheartedly endorse it because their ideas are crazy, even if they aren't crazy. Uh, And if they're not crazy, all the more culpable for going along with crazy ideas objectively crazy ideas and it's and crazy has become uh, insanity or insane or crazy it's become mainstream you're you're if you if, if you disagree with it there's something wrong with you <clears throat> yeah it, it is inverted morality inverted intellectuality inverted linguistics words don't mean what they used to mean reality isn't reality 
you're not a male, if you're born biologically male, if you choose to identify as a female, it's purebred insanity. Yeah, just a few minutes ago when I opened the show, there's a story about a uh, a birth coach in the UK. She was drummed out of her uh, organization for birth coaches because she posted a something on Facebook uh, saying that she believes that uh, only women can have babies, and they said that was just uh, that that's insane. So she's drummed out of there. So that's that's what you're dealing with, and that's that's mainstream. Uh, is, is there any one remaining uh, Democratic candidate? Who you find to be the most insane? Oh, they're, no, they're all competing for the for the uh, <laughs> honor. Yeah. Uh, I think I think though now the, the the Democratic Party is a wholly owned subsidiary of the radical, insane, insane, crazy extremist left, and so they all have to pretend to endorse these crazy ideas, even if one of them accidentally wouldn't believe in them. But but I I do think they're if they really don't believe in them and are advocating them, they're morally reprehensible. Uh, but I, let me say this. I think maybe only 25% of the rank-and-file Democrats, maybe 50%, subscribe to some of these lunatic ideas. But they're, it's a combination of things as to why they vote for Democrats anyway. One, they've been uh, propagandized into believing that we're all racist, uh, homophobic, bigots, and uh, evil capitalists, and, so, and want to suppress women. So, so they choose the Democratic Party, because we're evil. That's I mean, even though their ideas are crazy. Or they've been totally indoctrinated and, and have lost all sense of inductive reasoning. Uh, but <laughs> but it, it's a shame. It's, it's really a shame how crazy these people, the ideas they're promoting are. We're talking to David Limbaugh. He's written a book called Guilty by Reason of Insanity, Why the Democrats Must Not Win. Uh, you write, David, that Democrats are anti-capitalist, blatantly anti-life, so what caused them to lose their minds, and what caused them to believe that that is a, a winning uh, – those are winning ideas? I don't know if they're surrounded in their own echo chamber. I mean, do you realize – I don't know how, how active you are on Twitter, but these, these liberal leftists actually think or pretend to think that we're all racist. Oh, it's yeah. the most preposterous thing in the world. So they believe we're racist by virtue of our – conservatism or by virtue of our white privilege or whatever else it is um and uh, i i think through a series of uh, through 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 years decades of indoctrination at universities there there are hardly any liberal professors uh standing anymore at universities statistically true uh and the culture bombards us us uh, hollywood does with with lessons and sermons every time we see an entertainment show it's riddled with uh Homosexuality is more prevalent even than than heterosexual. I mean, I'm exaggerating, maybe, but not by much because no. they feature gays and lesbians in every show, like it's like it's the end thing, and, and like it's the norm. I don't want to call people abnormal and be offensive, but it's not prominent uh, statistically, and yet they make it that way. Well, so they're yeah. always trying to proselytize. Yeah, and um, I, I, as I said about the this in, unbelievable story about the birth coach. The, uh, the, uh, the idea that you have to change the world, change the English language to accommodate uh, the 0.05% of people who are transgender, uh, that's, and if you don't, there's something wrong with you. You're a mean person. You're a bigot. You're a homo uh, transphobic. Uh, yeah. And by the way, that, that, that point, oh, oh, point 0.05 is an exaggeration even. It's absurd. And they, they, one person on uh, one writer, or no, no, it was a TV show, and one of the characters was happy that she was pregnant. Some of the leftist uh, social justice warriors savaged her on Twitter for, and savaged the writers of the show because you should not celebrate the traditional family or marriage or pregnancy because that means you're, you're anti woman. And you're homophobic, and you're a bigot. Just celebrate. And these people say they want to live and let live. No, they want to suppress our thought. Forget, let alone our speech. They want to suppress it. And and so you can't you can't even uh, subscribe to traditional ideas anymore without being accused of hate speech and abnormality. And who's crazy enough to buy these things? I I don't know. But what I, what I was earlier referring to was 
I don't think rank-and-file Democrats actually believe this crap, but they're scared not to say it, because if you go against political correctness, you are destroyed. Even if you're a black man, uh, Kevin Hart said 10 years ago that he didn't want his son to be married, a gay, in some comic stand-up routine, and they wouldn't let him host an awards ceremony, even though he apologized. He had to do more than apologize. He had to go do penance. He had to go donate a bunch of money, or they wouldn't let him. So it's that's just crazy. Well, it's um, what well, the amazing thing is to me is that I I, I agree with you that it, that most people, most Democrats, just don't buy into this. But they will. I, I don't know if it's because of Donald Trump or whether it wouldn't matter who the Republican was. They're going to vote for one of these idiots uh, that that yep, that are, pro- they are. That, are, that proposes this stuff, even and though they, they don't they agree with it. That's right. They've demonized Trump, by the way, on on lies, too. They, they claim he's an authoritarian and a tyrant. He doesn't violate the Constitution. They're the ones who violate the Constitution. They're trying to railroad him out of office in, in denigration of the of derogation of the Constitution and our, our democratic rights and, and overthrowing the will of the public in a duly uh, lawful election. And, and Trump is a bigot and a racist because he wants to guard our borders, because he believes in American sovereignty, because he believes in the United States of America. He's bullish on America. And like any self-respecting uh, leader in a self-respecting country, doesn't want to promote anarchy at our borders and have, have a flood of people come in who don't even embrace the American idea, who will not assimilate into our culture, and who will commit crimes. And by the way, the left says they don't commit crimes. Are you kidding me? Look at the true statistics. These people lie through their teeth. By, by these people, I'm referring to leftists, not le- illegal immigrants. Although, who knows what they do? Yeah, uh, yeah. But, so they're hiding. So it's, they're yeah, they're hiding. It. And by the way, and and don't don't ever don't ever uh, smoke them out because that's evil too. If you talk to ICE and you help ICE find them, if you if you have a rally at a school and and uh, an ICE rally, uh, protesting ICE. And then the then the newspaper, the Harvard Crimson, reports that that they're having this rally, and then they contact ICE for their counter position, and then the liberals on campus take down the liberals in the Harvard Crimson, saying you're outing people who in this because you're telling ICE where they are at a rally and they can pick them up. Well, God forbid you tell law enforcement where a criminal is and it can be picked up. It's, it's unbelievable. These yep. people. The, the, ins- the insanity never ends. I, while I was waiting for you uh, during the break, I just uh, popped up uh, Newsbusters online here, and I, I told the listeners before you came on, uh, just scrolling down. I, here, here are two. Here are two little uh, head. I don't know anything about what this story is about. I'm just telling me what the headlines are because I didn't read them. But here's the headline: Fox's Family Guy calls religious believers stupid people and idiots, and then the other one is. Pilgrims equated to Nazis in Hulu holiday horror anthology. That so it's so mainstream that uh, people don't even bat an eye anymore. But I, I still don't understand who why Fox uh, Fox thinks that Family Guy needs to have. Um, I don't know what that episode's about, but that's the headline. Why do they think that that's uh, uh, that that most of America wants to see that? They they have to be in their own echo chamber and. and- uh, they have no, or they have contempt for people like you and me, Trump supporters, deplorable. We don't, we're not entitled to any respect like they demand uh, respect for themselves. And, and these ideas, I, I started to watch this Jimmy Schmidt. I liked Jimmy Schmidt when he was on NYPD Blue. I didn't never watch it in real time, but I've gone back and watched. And now he's on this uh, legal show where he's a lawyer. And I liked the first few episodes. I turned one on. I told my wife, this this is kind of a good show it's good drama not too heavy started watching it and i can't remember the issue but they came out right at the jump and started proselytizing left-wing ideas i said i'm done i'm and by the way it's not just i want to boycott the show i can't stand it i can't stand them promoting this propaganda all the time I, it gives me a stomach ache figuratively anyway yeah you know i'll i'll be uh, at a movie that i chose to see 
and a trailer will come on and it'll look like a movie that is something that you know the the subject matter appeals to me and then it'll uh, you know 20 seconds into the into the trailer somebody will say something or some scene will depict some kind of political correctness or or some anti-conservative uh, sentiment and i say well there's a movie i'm not going to go see and they wonder why there's, there's nobody's buying any tickets do we do that to them how many shows do you ever see at wholesome Blue Blood sometimes presents. A, they always have family dinners, and they sometimes and they say things about God. It's a Catholic setting, but even that is not any kind of proselytizing uh, against the left. It, it's. But I mean, I'm telling you, you see gays and lesbians in every every mainstream show. Uh, you see, uh, I saw what's a SWAT. I enjoyed watching SWAT until they have this one main character comes out in a what do you call it? What polyamorous relationship? Yeah, yeah, and she's yeah. asking. She's asking the SWAT leader, a gay, a, a male guy, what What do you think? Should I do it? You should do whatever your conscience tells you. To Absolutely. Do. Yeah. I mean, a polyamorous relationship <laughs> is nothing sacred anymore. I mean, if you don't even want to believe, is monogamy, homosexual monogamy, isn't that a thing? Or heterosexual? Monogamy? No, you just—it's free for all. There's no—it's moral anarchy everywhere you go. And and if people listening to this think that I'm crazy for having ideas that that say that it's wrong for three people in a well, I'm sorry. I think it's bizarre. I think it's wrong. I think it's morally inverted, and I'm standing by it. Well, we're we're talking to David uh, Limbaugh, and the uh, name of the book is "Guilty by Reason of Insanity: Why the Democrats Must Not Win." So, David, you and I are the same age. We both remember when uh, disagreements in politics were mostly about politics. But yep. uh, but is politics and is your book as much about culture as it is about politics, or is it more about the culture war than politics? Well, well, as we say, the maxim policy. Uh, politics is downstream from culture, but I think culture is also downstream from politics. They're interdependent. So that you, you, you have the culture obviously influencing politics and political leaders then memorialize these crazy ideas into law, and then that further affects the culture. So you, you legalize through judicial activism, same-sex marriage, and now everybody in the culture believes it's okay. Whereas before, I'm telling you, within a, a five minutes ago, overwhelming majorities of people rejected the notion. And I'm, by the way, not even talking about the substance of the issue itself. I'm talking about how quickly public opinion changed. When Obama comes out and says, he, after he pretended to be ambivalent about same-sex marriage, and then he goes full bore for it, are you telling me public, the public overnight changed or that they don't have the cojones to stand up for whatever they really believe. Isn't it a sad situation? We're all a bunch of followers now, and there aren't leaders in the culture. People don't have the courage of their conviction. That alone should upset the old-school liberals, but those people don't exist anymore. <laughs> I have only have a couple minutes left, so the big question is how, with all this insanity uh, and all the stuff we've just talked about here, how were they able to win the popular vote in 2016? <clears throat> well... First place, um, I don't think that this kind, these kind of ideas were quite popularized and publicized to the extent they are now. I'm still not sure they are because what I think happens is when you see a report on the news that that a transvestite uh, is being is promoting uh, transvestite practice in a, in a public library and trying to get children to be drag queens. Most people say, oh, come on, that's an outlier. That doesn't happen. And I think there's still an element of that. They don't believe, they're not willing to accept that their party is as crazy as they say, as we show them that it is. They say this is just leftist. They're not in, but they're in control of the party. They're proposing out, outright socialism. They're proposing Medicare for All Act, which you, and saying they're going to pay for it, Elizabeth Warren, through a tax on billionaires. You couldn't even fund it for two years. It's objectively false. They, if we implemented all their draconian environmental uh, orders, uh, uh, suggestions, we wouldn't change the mean temperature two points of a degree in a century. If the whole world did it, it would be four-tenths. 
if you could even do it. It's preposterous to think we could even do it. I reject the whole notion. But even if you accept global warming and all the mania surrounding it, if you adopt their anti-capitalist proposals, which is what this is about, David, you wouldn't you wouldn't affect the climate. So they're just socialists. That's what it's about. David, Sorry. I'm out of time. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it. You too. Thank you. Okay. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. The White House, uh, the United States has formally given notice that it will withdraw from the Paris Climate Agreement. White House correspondent Greg Clugston reports. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo has told the United Nations that the U.S. has begun the process of pulling out of the landmark international climate deal that was signed in 2015. The U.S. is the first nation to withdraw, though the exit will not become official for one year. In a statement, Pompeo called the Paris deal an unfair economic burden to the U.S. economy. Greg Clugston, the White House. On Wall Street today, a record high as the Dow is up by 114 points. It closed at 27,462. The Nasdaq Composite Index rose by 46 points. The S&P advanced 11. Oil up 34 cents. It closed at $56.54 a barrel on the New York Mercantile Exchange. This is SRN News. Sebastian Gorka here. Maybe you've been hearing about Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement that helps a person's body deal with inflammation and pain. You've heard all the wonderful testimonials. Well, I have my own testimonial. For many years, my lower back pain was becoming a serious problem. The short story is... I finally gave it a try, and now I'm out of pain too. So if you're in pain, you can order the three-week quick start for just $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com. Trade Pros. Ferguson is committed to making business with us the easiest part of your day. Ferguson.com is designed to help run your business from the office to the job site by making your day-to-day activities easier with 24-7 account access, unmatched online inventory, and on-the-go account management. And with our Pro Plus customer loyalty program, you can earn points with every online purchase, redeemable for merchandise, event tickets, trips, and more. Sign up today at Ferguson.com. Jay Sekulow explains what the Democrats are doing. This is a charade taking place in the House of Representatives. This is Adam Schiff and his colleagues trying to weaponize the execution of the United States Constitution. And I don't care if you're a Republican, Democrat, Independent, whatever your party affiliation might be. Let me tell you what you don't do. Don't trample on the U.S. Constitution. Jay Sekulow Live, weeknights at 6, right before Larry Elder at 7, on AM 1250. The Answer. Pittsburgh homeowners rate Pella number one as a leading window brand. Susan wrote, We are thrilled with our new Pella windows and door. The installation process was superior to any other work we've had done in the past. Thank you from the bottom of our hearts. Wow. Thank you, Susan. Low pressure consultation plus expert installation. At Pella, it's just what we do. Right now, save $150 off windows and $500 off doors or 48 months no interest. Call 888-78-PELLA. PellaPittsburgh.com. This is Jay Hagerman of Abernathy and Hagerman. Upon your passing, you wouldn't want a judge to decide who raises your children or how your estate gets divided. It is important to review your estate planning documents to ensure they protect what matters most. At Abernathy and Hagerman, we will work with you to establish an estate plan that nominates a guardian for your minor children and that your assets are used for your family's benefit. Judge for yourself. For legal help that lasts a lifetime, visit a-h.law. Do you or your business have financial problems? Are you overwhelmed with debt? Then call me, Attorney Dennis Spire at 412-471-7675. My legal practice concentrates on bankruptcy law, debtor rights, and tax matters. I have over 30 years' experience as a former United States Department of Justice bankruptcy attorney and lawyer in private practice. I have represented thousands of cases faced with financial problems and lawsuits. Reorganize and get a fresh start. Call 412-471-7675 or visit my website at DennisSpira.com. Healthy pets, healthy people, focusing on a natural, holistic approach for human and animal wellness. Host Dr. Edmund Sokowski and his guests to discuss various topics on health and wellness for us and our companion animals as each Saturday live from 9 to 10 in the morning on 1250 a.m. The Answer, giving you the opportunity to call in with your questions. A healthy pet is a happy pet and being healthy makes people happy. Tune in, listen, learn, be well. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. We're looking really solid on the Parkway West. Heavy delays inbound, 79 
down to the Fort Pitt Tunnel. And we're also seeing some delays on the Parkway East. Outbound, a little busy Bates Street to the Squirrel Hill Tunnel. Inbounded with Swissvale to the tunnel. The minor slowdowns outbound over the Liberty Bridge. And outbound 28 Heavy Veterans Bridge to 40th Street Bridge. Single repair still shuts down 10th Street downtown between Liberty and Penn Avenues. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson. AM 1250, the answer. Weather. Winds will lessen this evening, otherwise tonight clouds will thicken. There will be a shower around late. The low will be near 40. Mostly cloudy and chilly tomorrow. There will be a couple of showers around the first part of the day and into early afternoon. High will be near 50. There again, colder with a low near 30 tomorrow night. Then Wednesday will be partly sunny, but still on the chilly side with a high near 50 again. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm meteorologist Frank Streit. This is the John Stackerwalt Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. Donald Trump says it's the greatest economy in American history. You've seen the unemployment numbers uh, and the employment numbers, and you see where the uh, stock market has gone. Kind of hard to argue with that statement. Well, Oren Cass is a senior fellow at the Manhattan Institute, and he has lots of arguments. He joins us now. Oren, thanks for being here. Oh, thanks for having me. So the headline of the piece is the Trump economy, solid but not the goat. Goat meaning greatest of all time. So what are we missing here? (laughs) Well, again, the economy is is solid. It's certainly a lot better than it was during the recession. Uh, But if you go back and compare it to past booms, which is a better comparison, it's not not impressive to be better than a recession. The question is, how does this look like before the recession? Or how does this look like the dot-com boom? Uh, and on just about every measure you can look at, those were better. Uh, in, in particular, you know, it's true the unemployment rate is very low right now, but the unemployment rate ignores people who have just given up and say they're not even looking for work. And so especially if we count men who have just given up altogether, uh, we actually have a, a much higher share of, of men who are not working full time now than we did in past booms. Um, we see people's productivity isn't growing as much. We see people's wages aren't growing as much. Uh, and, and so while we should be glad we've made progress, I, I think we're, uh, we, we're a long time from, from being able to declare mission accomplished. So is it just a matter of, of Donald Trump's um, exaggerating his hyperbole or, uh, you know, more than there are more people than Donald Trump who will tell you that the economy is just the best it's ever been. I think Mike Pence was quoted in the piece that you guys ran. Well, I, <laughs> I don't know if there are a lot of people who are not associated with with the Trump administration or, or the campaign who would say it's the best the economy has ever been. And, and the reason that it matters is because, you know, behind what what Trump or Pence might say is is the argument that, well, you know, we did a tax cut and the tax cut accomplished everything we need. And in fact, if you look the last week, the news came out that that what the Trump administration is thinking about is their big policy for next year is another tax cut. And, you know, we there are lots of good debates to be had about what level taxes should be at. Should we cut them? Should we raise them? Um, but it, it's really important to understand, I think, that, that just tax cuts aren't going to be sufficient to address the, the much deeper problems that we've had in our uh, in our economy for decades now, that we, we've sort of been seeing these problems get worse for a very long time. And, and the Great Recession really sort of laid bare how things bad had become. And it's going to take just as much work to, to, to get back to where we want to be. It's, it's not just a matter of, uh, of, of doing you know, a, a thing here or there and then, and then declaring success. What what are the deep problems that you just mentioned there that, that, are, that still exist and that have been around for a while? Well, I think there are a few areas to focus on. One is one is just the way our education system works. You know, we, we shifted over the last generation to a system that's just obsessed with trying to get as many people through college as possible uh, and, and really just leaves out everybody who's not going to college. And, you know, most Americans still don't don't earn even a community college degree. And and so that's the group that that is is still seeing, frankly, not very good outcomes that a lot of young people never really get into the workforce never get that first real job, never kind of start on a career path. And so one, one huge piece of this, I think, is making sure that people of all different skill levels, especially, you know, people with high test scores and people with low test scores have equal chances of, of finding good pathways into the workforce. Uh, and, and then another big area that's shifted so much 
over the last few decades is globalization and, and just the question of whether businesses in America uh, is, is the way that they make money to use American workers well, or, or increasingly do they think the best way to, to make money is either to go work, go use workers somewhere else or go bring on, bring in other workers to, to do it here. Um, I, I think getting, getting the system back to a place where if you want to build a successful business, uh, if you want to make money, the way to do that is, is to invest in, in American workers um, has to be another kind of longer-term shift that, that we start in on. We're talking to Oren Cass. He's a senior fellow at the Manhattan Institute. Uh, and the, the piece is uh, about the uh, economy. It says it's solid but not the greatest of all time. So uh, you write about uh, prime-age men, and uh, one in five of them are not is not working. Are they all on food stamps? Uh, you know, are they homeless? Is it because there are no jobs, or is it because they might be a little bit too picky? Well, it's definitely not because there's no jobs. I think one one important thing to say in favor of the economy we have right now is is there are lots of jobs available. Um, what's happening to those men? You know, the best we can tell from the data is. You know, for the most part, they're not eligible for a whole lot of government benefits because most of those are targeted towards families with kids. Um, but we can also tell that they're not uh, they're not out of the workforce because they're stay at home dads instead or taking care of relatives. In fact, when you look at at what increases in men's time when when they're not working, it's mostly sleeping and watching TV. Um, so, so I think the How best about video way games, to, does that count as watching well, TV? Yeah, video games, yeah, video games would fall under TV in that, in that category. <laughs> so, you know, I, I think the best way to understand it is that these are, these are men, you know, at the younger end, many of whom, whom are still living at home. Um, some of whom are, are kind of still being supported by, by family. Um, and, and just are, are not in a position to kind of be breadwinners for their own families. And so certainly some, you know, they shouldn't get a free pass. There's a huge problem here of people who could work when jobs are available and they're not taking them. Um, but, but it's also the case that the kind of jobs that are available, the kind of, of preparation that our society invests in isn't what it used to be. Uh, and, and so I think we have to take a step back and, and both demand more accountability for individuals uh, but also acknowledge that our economy and our education system need to be ones that are are set up to help people, especially when they're younger or especially if they get laid off and need to switch careers. You know, how do we help connect those people back to jobs and, and make sure that they uh, that they have that? And, you know, another area to, to think about is organized labor. I mean, as with taxes and everything else, unions have their pros and cons, but but being part of a union used to provide that for a lot of men and, and that's something else, else that we've lost yeah um i mean it, w- the way you describe it, it it just makes me think about the 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 25 uh, year old guy i guess that would be uh prime age 25 yep um sitting in his parents basement and you say well gee why doesn't he have a job and uh, the mother says well he's, he's waiting for a management position you know uh and he's never had a job in his life i mean how much of that i, I know there's no way of you knowing that but it just why is it that guys that age uh, are having trouble uh, deciding to go to work? I mean, is it a cultural thing or is it an economic thing? Well, I think it's both. I think the the cultural expectation, like you just described, the idea that that you can lead around for a management position, um, and 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 more generally, people just have higher expectations of of the kind of of jobs they think they should have. Um, that's a problem. Um, it's also a problem on the flip side that that we don't we don't have nearly as much cultural stigma associated with not working. I mean, we 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 have much higher tolerance in a sense that um, you know if, if everyone should be left to do their own thing, sort of, and and a lot less judgment than we used to have. Um, but you know, in in defense of that guy, um, first of all, he probably walked or you know he probably completed high school. We handed him a diploma. And then, and that was it. His friends who were going to college, we had hundreds of billions of dollars of subsidies for. Um, and, and for him, we just said, all right, good luck with life. And, uh, and, and, and there was no one there thinking about what was going to happen next. Uh, and, and our culture, of course, has also become one that, that, that doesn't really respect non-management jobs. 
the way it used to. I mean, you know, if you think about how he's feeling about, you know, why doesn't he want to go take that non-management job? Well, maybe his expectations are too high. That's part of it. But another part of it is that we're probably not according any respect to it. He probably rightly thinks he's not going to be seen as as successful and and respected if he does that. And there's actually a fascinating paper uh, that that just came out from Cornell that that compared what women are looking for in men to what men actually have. And and there's just this huge disconnect where in a lot of cases now, if you know, if, if that guy is thinking about wanting to go out and start a family, um, the the women are looking for someone who has a management position. Yeah, well, the women um, the women are are likely to be more educated than the men right now because there are more women in college, more women getting degrees, right? Yeah, that's right. We we have that mismatch, um, and and so that's another way in which the education system has sort of left this particular group behind. Um, and and you know, it's it's not fashionable to say, well, you know. Women, women are getting the good deal, and, and men are the ones being ignored. But, but when it comes to our education system, that is that's that's largely true at this point. And so, you know, none of these things has a has a quick, easy here's here's a law you could pass that would fix it. Um, but, but all of these things have changed for reasons. Some of them because of bad policies we've adopted. Some of them because of bad values that have have become accepted in the culture. And, and so as we think about where we stand as an economy and as a nation, I think, you know, these are exactly the things that, that we should be focused on and talking about instead of saying, well, the unemployment rate is low, so, so we must have solved our problems. Well, you, you're talking to an audience in Pittsburgh here. We used to have some steel mills around here that aren't here anymore. And uh, an 18-year-old kid could come out of high school and it was considered okay to just go take a job in the mill. And that was what you did. And you were in the union and you had a nice paying job and you went and you bought a house. You didn't wait till you were 37 to get married. You got married at 25. Um, and But you, you mentioned in your piece that uh, the manuf- manufacturing sector is delivering its worst ever performance. So... Um, if there's bad manufacturing is down, then that means manufacturing jobs aren't out there. Is that correct? Well, that that is correct. And, and Pittsburgh's a great example. I've actually I, I've used Pittsburgh as a case study in the past because people who want to celebrate how well the economy is doing point to Pittsburgh and say, you know, sure, all the steel mills have closed. But look at this booming healthcare sector. And and that's true if you look at it in, in terms of the absolute number of jobs. The problem is for, and if you're a doctor, that's great. But if you look at the folks with less than a a college education and compare the job they could have gotten in the steel industry, paying eighteen twenty dollars an hour, to the job they can now get as a as a personal health aide um, or or one of these sort of lower level service jobs in the healthcare sector, those are paying maybe eleven or twelve dollars an hour. And so, from from one vantage point, you say. Great success. Pittsburgh successfully transitioned. A lot of the economic data looks good. But but again, for exactly these groups who are struggling in, in our economy, um, that those transitions really have left them behind. And, and we're going to have to have a better answer for them than, well, maybe you should have gone to college because not, yeah. <laughs> probably most people aren't going to succeed in college. Yeah. I remember uh, when I was, wor- I was working in a supermarket, Giant Eagle, the big chain here, and the, uh, the manager... Uh, I was a young kid. He said to me, he he didn't think, he he said, and it was kind of um, gospel around here. If you didn't get your hands dirty, you really weren't working. It wasn't it wasn't a job. That's that's that. By the way, he ended, he ended up becoming the CEO of Giant Eagle. But wow. uh, but but he 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 he. So he didn't get his hands dirty in his job. But those jobs are just not here anymore. Not as many. No. It- that uh, certainly not as many, um, and and uh, you know the funny thing about them, of course, is that you know, even the, you talk to folks in the manufacturing industry, and they'll say one of the huge problems we have is that people think of manufacturing, they think of the three Ds: dirty, dark, and dangerous. Yeah, and and that's not even what manufacturing is anymore. I mean, you know, modern manufacturing is is high tech. It's 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 certainly clean and safe and and uh, challenging in all sorts of different ways. Um, but we we still have this we we've stuck to this cultural idea that that it is sort of dark and dirty and 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 but with it we've flipped from you're not really working if if you're getting dirty to well anyone who's getting dirty 
has a bad job. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're, I got about a minute left. Uh, we're talking to Oren Cass, senior fellow at the Manhattan Institute. Uh, would Hillary have been worse for the economy? And what would what the Democrats are proposing to do now, due to all these numbers and all the things that you're you point out in your piece? Well, I think what the Democrats are, are proposing would make things a lot worse. Um, and and some of it would be they they would put even more dampers on um, on creating good jobs. I mean, just think about banning fracking. If, if, if there's oh. one bright spot in the blue collar economy, it's 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 fracking in a place like Pittsburgh. And and the Democrats have just come out and said we're just going to make that illegal. Yeah. Uh, which which they I would say win here with that. It's it's insane, frankly. Um, and and so you know again, it, it, I, the argument in my mind is not that Trump has done a bad job. I, I think you know the economy has continued to improve, and 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 that's worth celebrating. Um, but especially now that we're not in a recession, when we have a little bit of breathing room, you know, it would be a great time. I, I would love nothing more than than to see the Trump campaign focused on saying, you know, let's talk about these real problems and and what we're going to do next, instead of saying, best economy ever. Let's just do another tax cut. Yeah. Hey, hey, Oren, I really appreciate you being on. Thanks a lot. Well, my pleasure. Thanks for having me. Okay, that's Oren Cass, Senior Fellow at the Manhattan Institute, and we will be right back. They blow into town with the wind, rain, and hail. And out-of-town storm chasers going door-to-door, often posing as a local company, offering a quick fix to desperate homeowners. If you've had damage to your roof, windows, siding, or gutters and downspouts, you may be eligible to get them replaced or repaired free of charge. Just be careful who you call. Visit WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com for a free inspection from one of their highly trained appraisers. With over 50 years in home remodeling, Windows R Us is the area's premier exterior replacement company for roofs, Siding, gutters and downspouts, doors, and of course windows. If damage isn't your issue and you just want something new, you'll love their no-pressure approach, no hidden fees, and one of the fastest turnaround times in the industry. A company who will never skip town when it comes to honoring their warranty. Visit WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. Mention Stag for an additional 10% off. Windows R Us, proud sponsor of the Jerk of the Week, heard every Friday on the John Steigerwald Show. WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. This is the Entertainment Answer. What does actor John Cena say audiences will take away from his new family comedy, Playing With Fire? Audiences will think, laugh, and cry. The story of the movie is going to make you think. The comedy of the movie is going to make you laugh. And the heart of the movie is going to make you cry. And I think that's an awesome day in life. So the fact that we can be able to do that in the movies, that's a, a good way to, to, to call this work. Playing With Fire, rated PG. For this Entertainment Answer, I'm Matt Mungle. Guess what? Right now is the perfect time to get your house ready for the winter so you can sit back and enjoy the holidays. HomeAdvisor can help get you started. HomeAdvisor matches you to the right pro for the job in seconds. You can read reviews and even book appointments online. HomeAdvisor can help with any home project, big or small, painting, plumbing, even remodeling. So why wait? Go to HomeAdvisor.com or download the free app to get started on your next project. HomeAdvisor. Hi, this is Rhett Rasmussen of BestHotGrill.com. Not only do we have great grills, but also the best hot patio heaters. We are the nationwide distributor for Bromic Radiant Patio Heaters, the very best patio heater that you can get. The Bromic heaters use the same radiant burner technology as our Solaire infrared grills, so they heat up fast and keep you warm so you can enjoy your backyard grill and outdoor living spaces into the night and all year round. Bromic heaters have stylish contemporary designs that fit perfectly in backyard and restaurant patios. We have gas and electric models to suit most installation needs and a portable gas heater that directs the heat where you want it, not the bushes and walls like the mushroom heaters. For top quality performance and aesthetics, you want Bromic Radiant Patio Heaters and Solaire Infrared Grills. Learn about these amazing grills and heaters at BestHotGrill.com. That's BestHotGrill.com. BestHotGrill.com. Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. 
Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 3388 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 3388. Enjoy. Warning, listening to this program may expose you to toxic masculinity. The John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250, The Answer. Yeah, I mentioned uh, in the interview there with uh, Oren Cast that uh, my little experience I had that when I worked at uh, Giant Eagle and uh, Joe Facenda was the guy's name. I was a 16, 17-year-old kid. He was probably 22 or 23, and uh, I don't know, somewhere in there. He was the assistant manager. That was my first real job, and he was the guy I had to report to on the first day of my first job, and he showed me how to bag groceries and he showed me you know where the broom was and just basically showed me what i had to do for the job so i worked with him for a while and he was just a guy he was just a young guy i want to say kid but he was a young guy from i think beachview i don't think he had a college degree i think he might have had a ju- gone to junior college for a while but he went to work for giant eagle as a as a stock boy then became an assistant manager and then a manager so then he, he, I worked for him. I'm a 16-year-old kid, and that's uh, in the mid-60s. By the late 80s, I guess it was, I would be flying on the Steelers charter working for um, KDK TV. I'm a big TV star, of course. And uh, Joe Facenda would be on the plane because he was there because they used to fly the sponsors. He was the CEO of Giant Eagle. He went from... Being a stock boy to the CEO, a great American story. So I, I, I hadn't thought of, you know, planned on telling that story, but it's one of my favorite stories because uh, he and I both, you know, we crossed paths as young guys, and um, he's he's watching me on TV, and I hadn't seen him in twenty five years, twenty years at least, and all of a sudden I see him on TV all the time when he's talking about issues with the supermarket chain. That's a pretty big job in Pittsburgh to be uh, CEO of Giant Eagle. But that's that was Joe Facenda's story. So, And he was the guy who said, you know, hey, if he doesn't get his hands dirty, he's not working. Uh, Joe wasn't getting his hands dirty late in his uh, career. He's gone, uh, he's gone from Giant Eagle now. I think he lives down in Florida. But anyway, if you know Joe Facenda, tell him I said hi. And I'm glad he's not getting his hands dirty. I'll talk to you tomorrow. The John Steigerwall Show is a production of AM 1250, The Answer, and Salem Media Group.